And you are now tuned into My Skin Is My Sin presents another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. And today we have the honor and privilege of welcoming student minister Troy Muhammad to the conversation. How you doing, King? Doing just fine. Feeling good and honored to be on your show, dear brother. Oh, you already know, man. Always, always an honor, man. Um, how's the family? Everybody's doing well, man. Got my granddaughter in the background and everybody else walking around the house somewhere. Man, grandbabies are beautiful, ain't they? Yeah, they are, because you can send them home at a certain Man, time. I was just about to say that. <laughs> um and you 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 got a chance to uh to open up the mosque for the first time in a while, correct? Yes, sir. Uh we opened up on the 14th. All the mosques around the nation uh were blessed to be back open again. Uh and the blessing is that you know, you get to pass on that word again in a very serious time where people are looking for answers or at least, you know, searching for an understanding of what they already know. And the Nation of Islam and the guidance of Minister Farrakhan today, you know, it, it, it really breaks it down so a person can understand it a lot better than what we or most of us uh, grew up listening to. So, you know, it's, it's been a, an honor and privilege to be able to do that. And, you know, we didn't stop working during the course mm-hmm. of it. We continued to feed our people, passing out food, uh, passing out over 100,000 masks and PPE, making sure the community was safe. Um, but to open the doors again was a blessing. And we had a full house, man. It was It was beautiful. That's what's up, man. I had to work, man, because I absolutely wanted to be there. Um, what, which, what's the state of Black America for you right now? <laughs> well, unfortunately, um, mm. you know, if you, uh, I, I remember hearing the minister talk about the march on Washington that Dr. King had, mm. and the 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 theme of it or the request was for jobs, justice, you know. We still don't have jobs and we still don't have justice. Um, So the condition hasn't changed too much. Mm -hmm. Um, I I do see something that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said years ago uh, in a lecture in a book called Back Where We Belong. He said that black people were being shaped to be the new world rulers. Um, And it's based upon the concept and the idea that because you're at the end of racism, when you come on top, you won't be racist. Because you're experiencing poverty, you better understand poverty. So you don't want to see poverty. You understand what I'm saying? And we're being shaped in a way for leadership Mm -hmm. through what we're going through so that we can be a better representation of humanity. You know, when you talk about a president who said that he got a million dollar loan from his father, uh, talking about Donald Trump. See, a man like, you know, he can't relate to you or or me. You know, Um, the Joe Bidens who grew up in in these types of uh, societies and groups, they can't relate. Um, So, you know, it's a different thing. Then you have a Barack Obama who comes in, who's trying to uh, disprove this angry black male type thing. So he's trying to be a president for everybody. Right. You know? And then it, it just doesn't work out because the white people don't want him as president. So they're not budging on their issues. So when you look at the state of black America, I see um, us on the surface. It looks like we're in the same condition, mm-hmm. but we're being developed underneath. Okay. Uh, when you see our hip hop community, uh, you don't just, you know, you can't just look at a, a Jay-Z for instance, or Sean Combs or Russell Simmons for instance, and just see them, but you have to look at all the people that they've connected, all the families that they've put on, Absolutely. all the 
millionaires, the black young millionaires that they've made. And then that, that expands outward. So now you have a Jay-Z that's a billionaire, Kanye Winfrey that's a billionaire. You know, and, and this stuff, it translates uh, to other black billionaires and other black millionaires. And mm -hmm. not, you know, having that consciousness developed in them uh, that this world seems to try to take out of us. But I think that black America has grown has developed. We still have a lot of the same problems, but I think that underneath it all, uh, we're maturing. Although, just me personally, mm -hmm. it's our turn in power here. I, I don't know if I'd be as nice about things. Let's put it that <laughs> way. <laughs> like, I'm pissed about some shit, and I kind of want to get it off my chest, and y'all may have to feel a little pain. Understood. And and it's a lot of people that feel that way, you know. Um, but, you know, vengeance. You know, right now we're, we don't love ourselves. Yeah. So we're quick to hurt one another in a vengeful way. Facts. But if you look at a 400-year-old enemy that's done nothing for us, we never strike back, you know? So that's something that has to change eventually. But I think the the end result overall will be a, a more balanced humanity because you have to have leaders who kind of understand, you know, what the mm -hmm. mass is going through. They have to understand and even experience uh, what the masses are going through in order to serve the masses uh, properly. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I guess I'm a little bit more petty than the average individual. That's why it's petty radio, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so let's say with Ahmaud Aubrey's case, though the, the three white guys get off. What what should black America's response be? Because thus far, it's the same shit happening over, excuse my language, the same thing over and over. And we get upset for a week or two and it goes away. Well, that's, I mean, that's the, the, the unfortunate uh, response is that we do that and we've done mm -hmm. it over again. And you saw with Rodney King uh, or like in Detroit, I was having, was green. Yeah. I, I was having a conversation with two great uh, black politicians in Detroit. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the election. And it was at the time it was Coleman Young Jr. running against uh, Mike Duggan, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, overall, everybody kind of knew that Coleman wasn't going to win this race. Right. The politician told me, he said, all, all he needs to get is 25% of the vote. And I said, well, you know, what, what, what would that mean? He said, if it, he gets 25% of the vote, it'll make the white investors understand that this white mayor doesn't have a hold on the city that he talks about having. Mm. And in their minds, they remember that it only took one match to burn the whole city down. Yeah. So that's the mindset that, you know, those types of rebellions uh, cause. Hmm. Because they, they understand that the, the, the power is in the people. And when we flare up like that, it's just a reminder that the powers and the people. Now, it hasn't been always directed properly. Yeah. But, you know, it shows that the powers and the people, black people make up 70, 80 percent of this planet. But yet we're still considered minorities. And these are terms that kind of limit our thinking. Because when you are the majority of the planet, all you have to do is stand up yeah. to take power. Yeah. But power has been taken from us by making us think that we're minorities and things like that. So, you know, if they beat the case, it's more the same thing that we've been seeing, which takes us back to Marcus Garvey. Mm -hmm. saying, let's go. It takes us back to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad saying, let's go. It takes us back to the minister saying, hey, man, separate and be saved. 
you know, we have to do something for ourselves. That's and a tough one, though, because I don't know anywhere we could go collectively that would just be okay with 40 million black folks. Well, I mean, 40 million. Um, he gave an example at the last in Cobra meeting that mm -hmm. we here in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And he said, man, if, you know, you guys are serious about uh, nationalism and creating your own. Mm -hmm. You know, we've become masters of getting people to vote, organizing voters. That's what we've become. Yeah. And he said, man, you just pick a state in the South. And then we ride down on that state, man. And we all, you know, we all uh, strategically move to a certain state. And then we start electing the people that we want to elect. And, you know, hmm. what I mean? we start creating that, that, that vibe we really want to create. That's if you're serious. If you really want to do it, if, you, if you're not just talking the talk, mm -hmm. or you just want to pass out the flyer. That's one thing. But if you seriously want to do it, you construct a plan to get it done, man. And okay. it's just about the it's the organizing that we're doing all over the country for the Democratic Party or for this program, that program. Why can't we do it for ourselves? Why That's not a good question. place in Mississippi and say, let's go down here? Okay, it's now we start buying the houses and then we start putting our people in political positions. And then we start changing the things that kind of shape us. Yeah. You, you see it a bit in Atlanta, but that's a, a very watered down yeah. uh, thing there. You know, that's more about business and fashion and entertainment, you know. But to really establish something beautiful, uh, it would take that type of mindset to do. And we can do it because we're doing it for everybody else but ourselves. We absolutely are. Although I would stick in the Great Lakes area. Just oh. my two cents. I mean, that's what you like. That's what you like. And it, it's not even that. It's the natural water. Okay. You know, when the shit hits the fan in this country, this area that we're in is going to be, like, the area that everybody want to live in. Well, see, that's why the conversation would have to be not emotional but strategic. Yes. And where you get the best minds together so those things, like you just mentioned, can be discussed. You know what I mean? What type, how's the soil? Can we grow our own food? You know what I mean? All of these things have to be considered. Do we have the ability to, to create the factory system and what natural resources are on this land that we can utilize that can help us become self-sustaining? You know, a lot of things have to be considered. You think we'll ever get there? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. We're too beautiful not to. You know, a lot... <laughs> The great things that you see that we're doing now, it's like we're stumbling on them. You know, we, we stumble on our greatness. It's not strategic. We don't plan it. Strategic and planning is what you saw Joe Jackson do with the Jackson 5. Strategic and planning is what you saw uh, Richard do with Venus and Serena. Strategic and planning is what you saw Earl Woods do with Tiger Woods. To take a child at a certain age and start programming them to be a certain thing and to, to touch the world in a certain way. We have those three examples, and I'm pretty sure we could find more, but you can look at those three examples and see how fathers got involved in the life of children and structured something for those children and produced gods, man. In, man. Every, in every one of those cases, man, those children have affected the entire world. Thanks. So Facts. if it can done you know once you can do it again and you can do it again and again and again yeah we can do it if you look at the million man march you had over a million black men who they say was the worst in society they came together on the mall on that day it wasn't no fighting Dolphin what, what happened though at, at, after the million man march why did why was that not the the, the 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 lighter the lighter to the gas so to speak for our communities because you know the what they you know what they wanted you know when a you know Dr. King's march was a beautiful march mm -hmm. but the number was only 250,000 people which was a great number right only 250,000 so when minister Farrakhan calls for a million 
black men, they knew he wasn't going to do that. They didn't mm -hmm. think that was going to happen. So all the cameras were there, CNN, C-SPAN, this show, that show. Everybody was there, man. But when the sun came up on that day, it mm -hmm. was a sea of black men. Now, the question you would have to ask is why didn't they give him any more coverage starting the day after? You know? If you have, but, but why why didn't we as black people give him more coverage if you're, starting the day after? If you're having problems in communities mm -hmm. with young black males, why wouldn't you call and ask the man who called the Million Man March, who produced a sea of men over one million on one day, and no violence was recorded on that mall? You know what I mean? Love was recorded on that mall. You know, a million yeah. men. It's only 700,000 people in Detroit. True, true. So if he could transform that, a million men like that for 24 hours, you could do it for 48. You can do it for a week. You can do it for a month. It can be done. That, that's a glimpse hmm. of our potential. Not hmm. just okay. the million men on the mall, but you also had black businesses on that mall that they were supporting. You know, so everybody was supporting one another. That day showed us what we could potentially do in the same way where Joe Jackson showed us what you could potentially do if you take control of your children. Richard showed us what we can do if we took control of our children. Earl Wood showed us what we can do if we take control of our children. So we have examples all around us. But those examples have to be lifted. So Joe Jackson is made to look crazy. Hmm. You know? Richard, uh, Serene, Richard Williams, made to look crazy. You know? The minister made to look crazy. Three, four men who did incredible things, man. And you would have to then ask yourself why? Who doesn't want this to happen? Why after the march was a total blackout? Our hmm. communication to our people is through the Final Call newspaper, the main communication. But now with YouTube and things like that, we have hmm. to get out a, a bit more. But I would have to I would have to question that. Has social media been a good thing for the nation? Um, definitely. Whenever you can, um put positive words out mm -hmm. I mean you reach more people I mean I would I mean T.D. Jakes has reached more people than Jesus 2,000 years ago because Jesus he didn't have uh, a social media system he didn't he didn't even have a car to get around so he walked <laughs> wherever he went so I would have to say that you know men like T.D. Jakes have been able to expand on the mission of Jesus you know, and in the same sense with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan being the spokesman of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, uh, he's been able to expand that reach uh, through uh, his words, through the words of his representatives like Minister Ishmael Muhammad, Minister Nuri Muhammad, Dr. Wesley Muhammad, Minister Ava Muhammad. You know, some great, you know, brother, you have brother like Reza Islam and brother Ben X, you know. They're hitting the social media and, and they're reaching more people than we would normally be able to reach. People who may not ever think about coming to a mosque, but they could scroll down and hear a clip. And mm -hmm. sometimes all you need to hear is a clip. So it's been great. When are we going to get the Nation of Islam Facebook? And I don't even say Facebook. I'm just using that as an example. Well, we have uh, what's called Final Call Radio now. Mm -hmm. uh, we have uh, NFA Studios. Uh, both of those produce uh, positive information uh, mm -hmm. to the people through the airwaves. Um, then you have uh, magazines by like Sister Audrey Muhammad Virtue Magazine. It's a very good magazine. And of course, the Final Call newspaper. All of these are independent Black-owned entities that's trying hard to get the word to our people. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's more, but these are the, the mainstream ones that I know about uh, that we're uh, working on and backing. 
when you found out you were going to be the student minister for Mosh number one, <laughs> what was your first reaction? Man, I didn't, uh, you know, I, I never really considered it because mm -hmm. uh, I was the assistant to one of the sons of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, a man named uh, Rasul mm -hmm. uh, Muhammad. And Minister Rasul Muhammad is a very intelligent, articulate, and a beautiful human being who loved the teachings of his father and who loved the minister and who, you know, one of the greatest teachers I've ever heard in my life. So just assisting a man like that, you never even consider uh, that he'd be gone mm -hmm. and you'd be taking his place. You never think like that. So when it happened, that the thought of, of, of that wasn't on my mind because that was never the goal that I was shooting for. I was just coming to help, you know, mm -hmm. let me help this brother. Let me aid this brother, you know. Uh, now, in retrospect, you know, nine years later, you know, I could look back on it and I'm like, wow. You know, I look at the journey and and where my journey has placed me. You know, I always talk about, you know, the Malcolm X story, mm -hmm. a great story of a man who uh, went to prison and, you know, made some bad decisions. And yeah, he accepted the teachings and it helped him change his life around. Well, you know, the truth is uh, it's a lot of Malcolm X's in the nation of Islam today. Mm -hmm get the same coverage. And of course, it's a different time period. Um, but, you know, you and when I say Malcolm X, I'm talking about the man who was transformed at his lowest state and been able to turn himself around. Mm -hmm. uh, so back on that stuff now, and I'm just, you know, I'm in awe and I'm thankful to God because, you know, it's a story I couldn't write myself. So he had to be involved in, in every step of the way, man. And I'm just grateful and thankful when I travel the world and meet people who 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 may know of me or who say they, they're inspired by my words and things like that, man. It's a, an honor and a privilege from being able to come from a small prison cell uh, to now hmm. uh, the ability to talk all across America. Did, did, what was the wildest dream you had when you was locked up? <laughs> you don't want to hear the wildest dream. <laughs> Okay, let me let me rephrase that. Well, I mean, you know, I guess, you know, if you're a spiritual person, mm -hmm. you start to understand, brother, that there's something spiritual about being alone. Because when you're alone, brother, it, it forces you to face yourself and deal with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we got a lot of people around us. It's easy for us to hide in that. Yeah. So when you're really alone, it forces you to look at yourself and deal completely with yourself. If you look at a scriptural story, say like when, you know, it said Moses would go on a mountain to meet with God. It means he's by himself. Right. When when Saul transformed to Paul, he was riding a horse, but he was a, a, in front of the rest. Uh, when Jesus transfigured on the mountain, he was by himself. Mm -hmm. But something about being alone it helps us develop. So I think mm -hmm. that long time helped me develop. And, you know, it just, after you've, you, you get in a position like that, it's like you start going over everything to see what, what you could have done better. Mm -hmm. Your desire is to redo it. You know what I mean? Because I had 25 to 50 years, I wasn't coming out. Right. Mm -hmm. so it's like, damn. All I could do was think, man, if I could do it over, what I would do better. And then when I got blessed with the opportunity, you know, I took advantage of it and did better. And here we are today. Yo, that's crazy. Like when 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 the judge that did just told you you got 25 to 50 and you hear that gavel. Mm -hmm. What was the first thought? And I was a fool at that time. I was laughing. I was so I was such an ignorant young man at that point. Mm. You know, it, I didn't understand the weight of it. So I'm mm. laughing, talking, talking trash to the judge. I think the Pistons had just won the championship. 
So I was saying bad boy, you know, this type of thing. And uh, it wasn't funny, you know. Um, so you don't, you really don't reflect on it again until you get put in that cell by yourself. And they give you a, a little plastic thing for a bed and a little plastic thing for a pillow. And you're looking down at a tin toilet and a, a, a little bowl to wash your face, man. And then you, then the weight of it hits you like, wow, you know, I'm here. Or you're in the cell and, you know, the people who you thought was your, your people, you know, right. you don't, right. you don't see them. You don't hear from them. you, you know, the letter doesn't come and these things, you know, they, they add up and then they start making you reflect. So it's a serious position to be in, man. And, and uh, but it, it makes you, if you deal with it properly, if you face it, mm -hmm. it's you a, a stronger human being. Kind of reminds me of Job. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, um, and for those people that ain't too familiar with the story, basically God, the devil was shooting dice one night with a man's life in, 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 in limbo. Basically, the devil was allowed to destroy everything about this man to see if he could break him so that he would curse God. He never did and got everything back in abundance. Yeah, definitely. And and in this case, the devil is you, right? Yeah. Because you dismantle yourself. You, 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 you're the cause of your own destruction. Now, mm -hmm. I'm taking away the nonsense that we've been taught by our former slave masters. I'm not taking away the foolishness that's been injected in us, mm -hmm. in us other than ourselves, you know, but at, at the very base of it, we're responsible for our own self-destruction. Yeah. So that's the devil, right? Where we destroy ourselves, you know, that's the fight of, of Job, you know, uh, it's, it's all going on inside you, brother. You know what I mean? That battle's mm -hmm. taking right inside you, good over evil. Will you remember God? Will you remember whose image and likeness you were created in? Or will you submit to the weaker self? And that cell makes you do that. Or, you know, uh, uh, somebody on the streets, the, you know, prostitution and the things that a woman may go through in that life may force her to just because the only thing she could hold on to is God. A guy who's on drugs and a a drug house, man. He hits rock bottom. Then he understands the only person around him, the only thing left is God. So it helps them come up because they still recognize that it's a it's, it's got to be a power out here greater than me. It got to be a power out here stronger than this drug, or stronger than this prison. I gotta I gotta find that power. Mm. Man. Oh. And and I'm sorry. Um, I want to make sure that I do say uh, rest in peace, young Dolph. Um, and what I've been seeing, you know, over the last day or so, is a lot of us blaming haters and 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 people not being able to to be successful and go back home for the reason that this young man was murdered. Um, and. I will say one thing, and, and, and we're putting a lot of negativity in the air, myself included, at times. And there, we we got to be more conscious of, of the energy we're putting out there, especially when we got a larger audience. You know, I agree with that. Um, I do understand uh, sometimes that our young brothers are just articulating what we gave them. Yeah. You no, know, I remember, I forget who said it, but it was, I know it was a, a masterpiece album and the guys, mm -hmm. no, this was Tupac. Tupac said, somebody has to explain to me why I ain't got shit. Excuse the language. But that's the term that he used. You know, mm -hmm. because he's saying, I'm born in the poverty. And I can that's look, not my fault. I right, I can look across the way and see white kids born in luxury. Hmm. 
So somebody has to explain to me why, you know? So then you get these kids that are trying to articulate their condition and try to articulate what they're going through. And, and most of it is, is real experiences, you know, but, and, and, and unfortunately they don't get to grow to a point of a, a Jay-Z for instance, who says, you know, I'm not in the halls, you know, in the hallway all day. Right. Know, I'm in the hallway all day. Exactly. I don't have to rap like I'm on the block and they don't graduate like say Ice Cube. Who yes. And then now he's doing children movies, you know, uh, and things like that. You know, so um, it is very unfortunate. And we have to figure out a way to help our young people, man. Um, all of the uh, hip hop uh, artists that we have in the area of Detroit, man, we try to put our arms around them. And we, uh, when I say we, I'm talking about the Nation of Islam. You know, we work with all of them, man. And when they come through, you know, I always call, you know, mm. you know, security. I don't charge them or anything like that. If they want to mm. pay, that's, that's their decision to pay them. But, you know, call me. I want to make sure that you're all right. I want to make mm. sure you're because you do have, you know, they say haters, but envy and jealousy is real, you know, and that's what we learned in the biblical scriptures when you see Cain and Abel. Facts. You know, uh, Cain was upset because God didn't accept his offering. Um, Abel didn't do anything to him. You know, Abel's offering was just accepted, but Abel isn't the one who rejected Cain. But Cain rose up and slew Abel. You know, and that's a story for us. Hmm. You know, another story is Judas and Jesus. It was envy and jealousy. If you yeah. read the story, it came a point where Mary was washing Jesus's feet with oil. And Judas walks in the door and he said, oh, we could have used that for something better. You know, you know, that that envy and jealousy comes out and then eventually it causes him to betray mm -hmm. his master. Hmm. We're seeing this over and over again in our communities, man. Yeah. Those youngsters who come out and 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 try to find a better way. And I mean, but let's let's be honest though, bro, too. Like, like, and I, I rock with the whole Detroit wave, the whole movement, but there's probably five or six brothers that if if God forbid something happened to them, I wouldn't be surprised. Like well, some of the some of the, the venom that they're they are projecting towards each other, it ain't just Detroit. Like like each city, like some of the stuff you hear out of New York from dudes from the Bronx talking about Brooklyn dudes or wherever, is like they didn't took disrespect to a whole nother level. It's because almost as if the other person, if you see him, you have to do something or you're no longer credible in the streets. It's because we've become so sick that we applaud disrespect. We've become so sick that instead of breaking a fight up, we'll videotape the fight and post it for others to see. And then you look at the fight and you see 19, 20,000 views, but you have a positive show like this or a positive show like the shows that you've been recording over the years and, and you get 10 views, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's the mindset of the people that's feeding this crap. I remember hearing a story, the minister was invited years ago to, to an Eddie Murphy show. Eddie Murphy invited to the show. Mm -hmm. I believe it was his son. He said, Dad, I don't know if you want to go to this show. <laughs> so the minister went and, uh, you know, Eddie doing his thing. And the minister said, I wasn't, you know, at, at every point, I didn't just focus on Eddie, but mm -hmm. I looked at the people. And the more raunchy Eddie got, the more loud the people got as far as wanting more, right? Right. So the people feed this stuff, man, you know, and it, it gets to a point where we're going to have to start turning our back on this foolishness, you know, uh, turning our back when somebody puts their video up of some young lady getting assaulted and we, everybody watching it and, every, you know, or we're yeah. video, you know, we, we have to get to the point where we, you know, get that mess out of my face, man, you know, because people are doing it now for the attention. 
And like you said, the words go back and forth. We we tune in. And then when the yeah. brothers run into each other, they feel like yeah. they have to do something to each other. Yeah. It, you, it, you know, it's like it, your whole brand is on the line at that point. Mm -hmm. And it yep. shouldn't be that way. You know, it used to be if you reach a certain level of success, it didn't matter what side uh, 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 the gang spear you was on. Everybody recognized your level of success and you got a pass. Mm -hmm. Like it's I'm pretty sure over the years, Snoop has gotten passes from Bloods because he's Snoop. Right. You know, and yeah. It, they don't. They now. It ain't the same. Yeah, but it's 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 that it's that mindset, and it's a mindset. Unfortunately, it's in our community, man. Yeah. I mean, you didn't you didn't read about the monkeys beefing with the Beatles, man. You know what I mean? Like pulling <laughs> guns. Beatles. <laughs> so it's, it's it's something, man. We have to shake as a people, man, and. uh Everything that you do when you when you try to do shows like this, you know, you're contributing to change because all it takes is one to hear it. And then that one, he becomes something and then he talks to two and three. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm confident that it's going to happen because, you know, we've been blessed to witness the, the best in our, our, our young people and, and the worst at the yeah. same. You know, when you talk about a. A Michael Jackson, for instance, a born uh, in in Gary, Indiana, and under poor circumstances, uh, I went to his childhood home to see it, and the level that he reached, you know, uh, or Venus and Serena uh, coming up in Compton, and of course we know of their old, one of their older sisters who was murdered uh, in that area um, to come up come out of that and touch the world so we see the greatness but then you see the 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 the, the dolphs and the nipsies and you know the worst of us at the same yeah. time yeah so we just got to balance it man well man I'm, I, and i want to say i'm proud of you too man and and thank you for 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 everything you've done for me personally man and we're um, going to keep it up. We just started, brother. Oh, man. Tell me about it, bro. The Rock, the Rock Him show was so, like, I'm I'm still, like, I got that ticket sitting at on, on the table at my front door. I literally look at that ticket every day of my life. Well, I mean, we got we to gotta do the next one and the next one. You'll be there, definitely. Oh, man. <laughs> I will be there. The idea of the Rock Him show was to attract people in our age group who mm -hmm. at least have the mindset of balance that we, you know, a lot of us have mm -hmm. and then try to get that group to help that younger group. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, our age group, we still have a, a level of credibility and respectability uh, with the young, young, younger group. Yeah. Based upon our approach. So I was trying, cause I look at Detroit, and I can only use Detroit as an example, but most of the organizations that are doing some great things in the community are led up by men who were formerly incarcerated, uh, men who fall in the age range between 40 and 50, 38, mm -hmm. 38 and 50, you know? So those are the, the men who I wanted to attract and women uh, so that we can use their energy in this fight as well. You did a great job, man. And and from every person I talked to or saw, man, it was it was lovely. And and just just for people out there that were unfortunately you weren't there, but it was I don't know maybe maybe 150 people. Uh, it was actually, 270 people. 270 people. And we limited that number, you know, yes. social distancing and things like that. And it was our first time doing something like that. Um, but, you know, we wanted to make sure some great ones were there. So you were in the room. We had some politicians in the room. We had some judges in the room. We had some uh, artists in the room. We had a little bit of everything, you know, sit mayors in the room. Uh, so, you know, and it was, it was dope. a good combination, you know. And yes. then 
convicts in the room. So it was a good balance. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of energy out of that. In fact, um, I talked to uh, the leadership of the Mathis Center, Judge Mathis Center and Judge Mathis. Mm -hmm. You know, Judge Mathis, you know, they want to be involved with it as well. So we're expanding it out, man, and we're going to be doing some great things. Uh, we got an event. Uh, one of the brothers involved, uh, mm. he's, we're doing it in uh, North Carolina on the 11th, uh, the same event, uh, but in a different state. So we're going to try That's to nice. move all around the country. That's nice right there, man. And you got the God MC was taking questions from the audience. That's she, how they it, talk. That's how they man. all. Talk. So know. so epic. So we're gonna try to get you know conscious artists, uh, not just old school artists. We're starting there, but we're gonna get mm -hmm. young artists as well, and they're gonna do that question and answer thing, man. So you, we could bring some balance to the 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 situation, you know. Uh, There's more, a cat here that's very dope, bro. What's his name? Very dope. Uh, Connie's son. Okay. Very, 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 very dope, bro. Hook us up, man, and we can make some stuff oh, happen. Absolutely, man. Um, And, like, he's, like, for a few years now, like, when people are like, oh, I can't hear no music, that turn on his music. Yeah. You know, um, my guy, Tay Uhuru, he's pretty dope, too. He's from Cleveland, too. Okay. Um, Actually, he um he he gives tours in Africa. Mm. Yeah, you know he's been to I want to say like seventy five countries or some crazy number like that. Well, you got to go with us. We plan a, a trip in a, maybe a year from now. Uh, we're starting to plan it right now. It's gonna be a, a big group of soldiers, man. We're gonna all go down there because. We need to go. You know, we got a, a brother, a couple brothers from Africa who will be leading us. And, of course, we have Nation of Islam representatives down there who can give us some insight as well. But we're, we're doing a big trip. Man, I'm so scared to fly, bro. Well, you're going to have to eventually, brother. <laughs> I'm so That's scared. Why you want to stay near the Great Lakes? No, no I'm, it's the water for that. You know, like like I can drive anywhere in this country. And damn near half. We you got know, it. So, I don't want to. I don't. I don't appreciate a twenty-four hour flight myself. Oh, but got. I got to make that trip, brother. I, I, you know, I've traveled all around the country, and I go to, you know, I, I went to the place where Emmett Till was murdered. Mm. You know, went to the exact spot where they pulled his body out the river. I, I saw the, the 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 weapons that were used to to massacre his body. I saw the truck that his mm. body was put in. Uh, I went to where Nat Turner was killed. I went to the jail where they held him at. I, I went to the 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 area and the, some of the houses where he and the great men who were with him, you know, fought for freedom. Mm. You know, where Booker T. Washington is buried. Uh, George Washington Carver is buried. I, you know, I just posted a picture uh, uh, on the bus that Rosa Parks sat on. You know, um, these things are. And when you go to these places, man, mm -hmm. you leave, you you got to understand me on this, you leave stronger, like you've picked mm -hmm. up something more, man. You know, I traced my slave name and I went to a place called, my slave name is Lumpkin, L-U-M-P-K-I-N. I went mm -hmm. to a place in Virginia called the Lumpkin Jail. It was the worst slave plantation in Virginia, man. And then I, I, I found out that they found the bodies of hundreds of slaves buried there, shallow grave. Wow. And these were, they had, you know, they're my people. So I just laid there on the grass, brother, where they found these bodies at. And, you know, I left there a different person. Mm. I've been to Malcolm X's grave, so. I've been to the gravesite of Dr. Khaled Muhammad. You know, I went to see where Dr. King was buried hmm. and, and assassinated. You know, uh, just to feel the, 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 those places, man, and, and the impact of those on our world, you don't, you don't walk away the same, you know? 
And I know Africa would have a whole, you know, yeah. whole different level of feeling um, uh. when you stand in what they call the point of no return. Uh, oh. And these things, brother. So yeah. I got to make that trip. Uh, my, like my whole life, man, I've dreamt of going to see the pyramids. So that's what you got to do then. It ain't, it don't get dream, brother. You God. You know, that's what the teachings and you made in the image and likeness of God. You don't have to dream, brother. You say be, and it is, man. You say then do the things to make it happen. That's your power, man. And 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 the, the sad part about it is about 10 years ago, I looked it up and I'm like, I, I this is not out of the realm of my financial possibility. It's I not, it's right. Not. It's not. You know, it's 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 like plan, and it, it's a trip you would have to plan anyway for yeah. about a year, year and a half. So, but it's definitely doable. Put in a little, put it away a little bit here, a little bit there. You good, man? Yeah. And since I stopped smoking cigarettes, you know, my God, that's my, my I should have been putting that money up. That'd have been my money right there. Yeah, that's another five hundred a month. Damn near. Now, I, oh my goodness, I was smoking a lot. Yeah, of cigarettes. So yeah, I uh, that's one of the best things that have happened to me over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been May will be what two years. That's wonderful, man. That's 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 you know that's what we were talking about a study group last night. Loving mm-hmm. yourself and loving yourself isn't just you know looking at yourself in the mirror and saying I'm black, proud, say it loud, but loving yourself is knowing. Uh, you know, you got eyes, man. Yeah, that's special. A heart that pumps blood throughout your body, and you know, looking at your hands and realizing what your hands do for you every day. Uh, loving yourself says, "Okay, man, I, I like it, but I'm not gonna eat that that cheeseburger, you know, or I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna drink that Pepsi or that Hennessy or whatever it is, or you know, I'm not gonna do things to damage my my vest." Because that's how I'm going to stay here. And that's how I'm going to continue to accomplish. I don't want to cripple it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cripple it with diabetes. I don't want to cripple it with high blood. I don't want to cripple it with cancer. So I have to do things that, you know, discourage these things. And these are signs of real self-love. Mm-hmm. So that's a step when you said, okay, I got to stop this. Because you could have said, well, I like doing it, so I'm going to keep doing it. That was the goal. I had a plan. You know, I was just going to keep smoking until about 60, 65 and die of cancer. Yeah, that's that the, yeah. Or be George Burns. <laughs> and live the, <laughs> like, man, that dude smoking stogies <laughs> the whole time. Right. You know, maybe I was smoking the wrong thing. Either way, man, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad I, I, I'm not. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, how do you go about doing that? Uh, you know, I got the Instagram, uh, Troy Muhammad. I'm on Instagram, uh, Troy Muhammad. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I don't have a inbox though, because I get so much crazy stuff through inboxes. So just, I can just, imagine. Yeah. So just, just comment, you know, if, if it's an issue that you need help in dealing with, or you want some insight or some help on some, just, just. Uh, comment under any photo, man, and, and let me know, and I'll reach right back out. That's that's, I, that, that's an absolute fact. I know that to be the truth myself. Um, very, very, very good brother. I don't care who you pray to. You can pray to a pink fucking elephant. Minister Troy Muhammad is still going to be a good brother to you. <laughs> Definitely. So. <laughs> There, when when he comes in contact with people, um, you know, it was an incident. I say real fast. Uh, mm-hmm. Some guy came to the minister, and he was talking kind of off, and you know, a bit kind of crazy, in our opinion. And when mm-hmm. I people were sitting around the table, but once he was done talking, the minister re- responded, and later the minister pointed out. He said, "I could see that you guys were kind of anxious and wanted him to 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 go." You know. Mm-hmm. But you don't understand that when I listen to people, no matter who it is or how crazy they may sound or look, he said, I listen for God in the person. Mm. And that's the point that we have to get at. 
We can't judge each other by the labels that we have, by the clothes that we have, by the religion that we're under. We have to look for God in the because each human being is created in the image and likeness of God, and there's something special in each human being. And you know, you have to 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 be open to that so that it can come out. But if you're judging a person before they have a chance, man, it never happens. Yeah, and and meet Minister Farrakhan is 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 an event in somebody's life. Yeah, you know so. It's, it's nice to hear he, he, he wow, just sounds like a really dope individual. I mean, I, <laughs> sorry for the he, analogy or he's the, he's the he's the the real deal, man. I'm not, you know, you we mean you've sat down and, and talked mm -hmm. in different environments, and you know, I'm not no religious nut or no crazy dude, one of them dudes. I'm telling you for real, the minister is the truth, man. He is uh absolutely. Uh, when you see him speak, he's no different in person, man. He's a very special human being. Uh, he loves our people. He loves God. And and that's the, all, the only thing I've seen from him. I've never seen him do anything frivolous, man. Even his jokes have knowledge tied to him. Uh, uh, I've never seen a human being like that. So I'm honored to be able to say I'm his representative and try my best to represent him wherever I go. And uh, I, I know, I know for a fact that I'm a uh, nowhere close to to where he is and who he is, but I'm I'm honored to to try uh, to represent him to the best of my ability. You're doing a damn good job, bro. Praise be to God. In my humble opinion. Um, on that note, man, I know you got things to do. I'm gonna let you get up out of here, man. It is always an honor to chop it up with you, and I want to thank you for stopping by. No, my honor and my privilege, man. I want you to keep doing what you're doing, and I want you to be involved in what we're doing here. So you're gonna you have to get, know, man. You're gonna have to get on the road a little more often, man. And then you're gonna have to make the connect with Dave Chappelle up there so we can come up that way. <laughs> if I could do that, absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. You have a good one, bro. Thank you. All right, peace.